Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post-game analysts with the source you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce. Hosted by Flyers game day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly sports radio legend Al Morganti. All right, someone that is also somewhat TV ready. Right. Is the Flyers. Yes. My gosh, late night television. I I stayed up for almost all of it. I had to go back and watch the last period the next morning because it was really late. Well, there was another game, too, before that, so yeah. Highly disappointing. No Phillies hat today. I know. Gosh, (laughs) it's brutal just yeah. I, I don't even know how else to describe it it just it took the life out of the city it's funny i, I went in flyers locker room this morning and the and um what do you call them the connectney's the, the travis's the travis stock <laughs> country club over there in the corner yep they were lamenting the phillies still went across the way farabee's lamenting the phillies still yeah. so it's still it's still looming in the in the clubhouse yeah and they i mean they were the biggest fans the yes. biggest supporters yes. I mean, even when we talked to garnet hathaway last week who had the phillies hat on yes. he's brand new and he just the guys that get it and it is it's disappointing i think it's surprising None yeah i really thought it was going to end that soon yeah but it was good to see what it's like in a city and have the uh the, just the emotion for a sports team yeah. i think they really fed off of that so that's cool yeah it really is cool. it is very cool and and that game against vegas it's, it's almost like rinse and repeat what we talked about with Dallas is, my gosh, they played well. They played well enough to win. No one was expecting that going into play the defending Stanley Cup champions. But, you know, Vegas took much better chance of their chances. Yeah, they, they capitalized. And that's yeah. what the Flyers still can't. If, it only takes a couple of chances for Vegas. And for the Flyers, it's uh, going to take maybe 10 more, 10 more right. chances right. to try to get. They don't have the... The end of the game breaker yet, it seems like. I think there's some potential there for people. But when you're a team like Vegas, it's like, all right, just keep it close, and then we'll then we'll just get them at the end. Mm-hmm. We'll have our one chance. And against a good goaltender, too, we have a you know, screen on a shot or whatever. And there's something to knowing how to win. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. a team that I, for a long, just knows how to win just besides the Stanley Cup, obviously. But since its inception, that has been driven into them. That, that started in their first year that you know, they're expected to, to win. Mm-hmm. And they've uh, they they built a lineup with veterans and and bringing people along that just knows how to win games at the end. And there's a big difference in those teams. It's like if you watch the game, you almost had that sense of like, oh, this is, you just you're gonna be true. Totally, you got to have a margin yeah. for error, and there was none. Yeah, no, you were sitting on the edge of your seat thinking, "This is like I can't." Even oh, you were this. sleeping, but the yeah. rest of us were. Yeah, yeah. What the next morning? <laughs> I didn't even look the score because I wanted to see. Um, but yeah, it's. And I think you always ask that question in the locker room. That's the age-old question, well, how can you learn how to win? We asked that a lot last season, and no one really has a solid answer for that. No, well, part of it is, I mean, much as you want you want a different attitude or whatever, and they seem to have one, but some of it, Ashlyn, is just talent. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you've got guys, guys I mean, well, when, yeah, guys that can, you know, one time, it's a take that shot. It, it's what's frustrating right now watching the Flyers because I think – one of their best players overall in the games has been Tippett, yeah. but there's no goals. Yeah. And that's the difference where he will, you know, eventually he'll take more shots. Mm-hmm. He'll get more confidence in that. I think he's playing really well, but there's, there's the, see, to me, there's the big difference maker right there. Right. If, he, if he's got three goals at this point, two, even two, might have a different story in a couple of those games. Yeah, and it's funny you say Tippett's playing well because I feel like the general hockey fan, at least I've seen it on Twitter, is like, where's Tippett been? Oh my gosh, he's stunk this season. <clears throat> because we're so used to Tippett scoring so yeah. often, people just assume he's having a crappy year so far. No, he, he isn't. He's, I, I, when I watch him play, it looks like he's he's got the puck, carries the puck, brings it in. I still think 
I don't think he knows how good he can be still. He's just so uh, humble. He, he, well, yeah. I, I think there comes a point where there's certain players who love to score goals. Yeah. I mean, just love to score goals. Connect me stands out as someone Yeah, like it's like yeah. you just you, you take the shot. And, and, and I think, Tippett, I mean, when you're, when you're schooled and you want to play the quote the right way, mm -hmm. defensive responsibility and stuff, but him, I'm like, man, he gets going, he gets wheel, wheeling down that wing. It's like, just take the shot and let her go. Right. And I wonder if that's a little bit of what Torts drilled in his head yesterday because, or last year because he was always, if you rank the guys that were pro Torts, <laughs> it was Tippett was number yeah. one that he adapted to his coaching style. I mean, no Torts is so defensive-minded. I wonder if times that's just the way he's been taught to play. Yeah, but he's seen, when, you, when you really look at it now, the, sec, the Tortorella two, yeah. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's a little different. I think he's encouraging now those guys to take those chances. Mm -hmm. um, when they screw up, they have to deal with it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think, I don't think that that it's this case of they're terrified that to do it. I think he actually encourages it. And I, I've actually seen him live with some of those mistakes with the younger players where I thought, oh boy, this is going to cost them. Yeah. I think a veteran player it costs them. Yeah. But I, I, I think he's let these guys have a little bit more free reign than I thought many people expected. Yeah, I was encouraged today. I thought Torts was his most candid and gave one of the best answers I've heard him give all season. And it was about Emil Andre, who was sent down to Lehigh this morning. And, you know, people asked, well, you have given this guy so many chances and you preached, let the young guys make mistakes. But he's like, you have to understand, I have a job to win hockey games. And at this point, he was costing us winning. So I'm going to let the young guys play but not to the extent of my hockey team losing because of it. Yeah, and they're in, it's not like it's early in the year, but who knows? I mean, he, he may be able to stay in contact with a playoff spot. Who knows? Right. And in addition to that, I, I really love that kid. I mean, from first time I saw him at training camp, I'm like, wow, I like that kid. He's really, he's uh, got an arrogance to him, yeah. which I think cost him a little bit in yeah. terms of his play. Yeah. But I also was a little worried that he was going to get hurt um, because his ability to, to, to judge speed coming at him mm -hmm. looked a little, he still needed to work on that a little yeah. bit to have somebody. And when you get really somebody coming at you like that, your defenseman, you can really get stapled and he's not the biggest guy. Right. Um, and I was a little bit concerned about that. I was like, he's going to really get banged here uh, if he doesn't move the puck quicker or whatever, just get, move it out. And I think, I, I think he'll help him to play a little more, but I'm anxious to see him back. Uh, I, of all the guys that I would live with mistakes, I would live with his because I really think there's some upside when I've seen this league guy moving a puck or whatever. But I can understand the close games. They don't score many goals. One mistake, awesome. and they're going to cost them a game. Right, and I think this is the guy you're going to see back. I mean, there's going to be injuries and torts. I'm sure he's going to get a great report from Lehigh, bring him back up. And, and you hit it on the nail on the head. I have the quote here where he basically said the speed of it, how quick you have to make decisions. He's not making them quick enough right now, and this is not good for him to be up here at this moment. Yeah, yeah, you, I, I don't, I know, I never buy. It's gonna ruin his psyche. Yeah. Well, then, if it's gonna ruin your psyche, you shouldn't be here. You're gonna yeah. eventually, you're not gonna be there anyway. Yeah. But I do think physically coming in on you and and damaging a team's chances with a mistake, uh, that that'll hurt a little bit. But I don't think in his long term development. But I think really he did have to. But that's what's curious to me. I don't know how you get used to the speed if you're not. Playing yeah. at that speed, yeah, there's a point <laughs> occasionally. To that. So I, I, I think we'll see him. We'll see him come up later in a year, or whatever. But right now, I think the the message behind this is, 
this isn't a mirage with this team. They can hang. Yeah. And you know, we let's uh, let's see what we got here. We'll see what we see we see we go as we go into November if we're still hanging with these teams. Yeah, it almost is like towards this I wanna say pleasantly surprised because he almost has changed his messaging because a couple of weeks <laughs> ago it wasn't about oh sending guys down, it was about keep the young guys up here. So for him to say that today shows me we're doing a little better and I don't want to risk losing. Yeah. And then when the uh if, whenever Risto comes back or whatever, you yeah. then you got another defenseman to and you don't want a guy sitting. No. So that that's what happens there. Yeah. And I and if you trust your development, uh, they've got new a development system is in place now, second year, maybe it works out better. Mm-hmm. And something that's been, gosh, I, I think you argue it's been mo- the most positive of the season so far is definitely Bobby Brink. But that line <laughs> as a whole, Joel Faraby, Noah Cates, Bobby Brink, young guys, and it just fits yeah. the mold perfectly of regrouping, yeah. rebuilding yeah. this line. Coots, Cates, I mean, it's like, it's it's really good uh, when you have guys like that. Brink, I, if I was a player on that bench and you said, who do you want to go out there with? That would be the guy. Yeah. Because I think he can get the pass through whatever. Mm-hmm. Fairby, on the other hand, whatever line you're going to put him on, and now he's, you know, got some line mates that he's getting used to or whatever. I'm really impressed with his game. He's got a very mature game. Yeah. Um, and a very heads-up game and a very um, responsible game. Mm-hmm. Um, and again... For me, I mean, I love uh, the raw talent at times, and I like guys taking them. But I think there's, I think there's more to come with him yeah. in terms of just taking shots or whatever. But I mean, I give, them, I give the coaching staff credit; they do take care of their. They, whenever you ask them anything, their first response always seems to be, "You got to take care of defensive responsibilities," and then mm-hmm. it comes. But I look at it and go, "Like, I'm feeling more selfish." <laughs> That's the points, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 